0: Hello, I'm Mercedes Stevenson and this is the West Block: Politics, Perspectives and Players. Political debates generally don't do a lot to change voter intentions, at least that's what the polls tell us, unless a candidate makes a serious mistake or outshines all of their opponents on stage. The debates have now finished for this Canadian election, so we thought it was time to check in with our strategy panel to see how the various leaders performed in the debates and how they did compared to some of the infamous one-liners of debates gone by. Debates are crucial, they, uh, they can really set the tone during an election, it's an opportunity for Canadians to hear the leaders speak, uh, to address their, uh, their campaign promises, and to engage with each other. Uh, and they have a huge impact on, the, on elections, um, not necessarily from that debate itself, uh, though we have seen instances where it, it does come from it, but a lot of the, the media traction and what people are talking about after the debates, days or weeks after, it tends to come from what happened those nights.
1: Well, I think it's the moment when uh, more, when people really tune into the election. Um, a lot of uh, people, I think, uh, you know, when we're in the bubble, we think everybody's talking about politics all the time. But many voters, um, as they're coming up to the date when they actually have to cast their ballot, look around for sources of information. And one of the best ways to get information is during the debates.
2: There's two ways to approach a debate. One is the exchanges between the leader and people look for those um, knockout punches, the zingers, the things like that. So so, uh, and then the other thing that we often happens is debates are an opportunity to look right into the camera and say, "This is what I'm going to do," and this contrasts what the other fellow is going to do, or the other candidate's going to do. So, uh, in 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 the first instance, one of the big, uh, and, and usually those things, um, usually those things, tell a story about what the campaign is about or what the campaign wants us to think it's about. So, on the first. On the one of the stories of this campaign, and a lot of Canadian election campaigns, is as conservatives move to the right, one of the challenges for the Liberals, I think, is on a whole bunch of issues. But for example, um, climate change, uh, but a, but a bunch of other social issues and so forth. Um, the, 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 uh, the incumbent Prime Minister, Mr. Trudeau, has a challenge in front of him, which is he's got four years of government to defend, and he's got two other parties in the campaign who, on a lot of big issues, say similar things. Not the same things to him, but similar things. Um, for example, uh, you know there, there, there are three climate plan, plans that are ambitious. Some are more ambitious than others. I would say the Greens and the NDP are a little bit more ambitious than the Liberal plan, um, but they're less practical by... Uh, objective standards. So in the debate, one of the things that Trudeau has to do is how do I how do I um, get people to focus on what's good about my plan rather than the compromises maybe I've had to make as, as someone that governs. So the moment that stands out for me in that narrative is when Mr. Trudeau turned to Mr. Bernier, not a serious competitor of his, not somebody that is really, um, he's, uh, you know, having to worry about in, in the battle to be Prime Minister, and says to Mr. Bernier, Mr. That I'm Bernier, your role 6%. on this stage tonight only seems 6%. to be to say publicly what Mr. Shear thinks privately. No. That's Trudeau trying to get his message through to the public, kind of almost indirectly via response to Mr. Bernier, of the real challenge in front of him, which is, you know, look, there's three parties up here with a, with a, that are progressive with a pan for climate change. Uh, but really my battle here, you know, for your vote is between Mr. me and Mr. Sheer. And So that was a shrewd moment that not only was a, probably a good moment for Mr. Trudeau, but it actually tells the story of the election campaign.
0: Well, I think it's when Mr. Shear called the Prime Minister a fraud. Mr. Trudeau, you are a phony and you are a fraud and you do not deserve to govern this country. I think that really stood out uh, to a lot of Canadians and it really puts all in perspective. The SNC-Lavalin, the the blackface. uh, We look at Mr. Trudeau, who was supposed to be Sunny Ways four years ago, has completely uh, abandoned who he was then. And I I think that's uh, resonating with a lot of Canadians.
1: There were some significant moments. uh, uh, For instance, when Jagmeet Singh uh, was talking about uh, the climate climate change. You, One at a time, Mr. To, Mr. Singh, getting more expensive Mr. Friend, Singh and Mr. Friends, I want to say this yes. directly to Canadians. You do not need to choose between Mr. Delay and Mr. Deny. There is another option. There were other really good moments, I think, when he really kind of openly and directly challenged the existence of uh, Maxime Bernier on the debate stage. Um, a lot of people paid attention to that. I think it was it's a hard thing to do something like that, and he did it with grace, uh, but conviction as well. I mean, people always say there's no such thing as a knockout punch, and I kind of agree with that. And there have been many moments in uh, Canadian debates that you can look back on. Uh, one for me, obviously, was the uh, English language debate in 2011 when Jack Layton said to Michael Natchev, Why do you have the worst attendance record in the House of Commons of any member of Parliament? If you want to be Prime Minister, you better learn how to be a Member of Parliament first. You know, most Canadians, if they don't show up for work, they don't get a promotion. The night of the debate, it wasn't the commentary, but it sank in and people really paid attention to that and it it had an impact on votes.
0: There's been some great examples of uh, debates changing the trajectory of campaigns and uh, provinces and, and countries because of it. Uh, thinking back to 1984, uh, when the uh, the Liberal Prime Minister, uh, John Turner, uh, when he inherited the government, there were a number of appointments on the table from the previous Prime Minister, Pierre Trudeau, that uh, Turner put Put forth, He put them through. There's hundreds of them. These are patronage appointments. These are buddies of Pierre Trudeau, people who may not have deserved the roles that they were getting. Uh, so at the debate, the Conservative leader, Brian Marooney, brought it up. Uh, and John Turner made the big mistake of saying he didn't have an option. And uh, Maroney pivoted, and with his great voice and great ability to enunciate, said, You had an option, sir. You had
2: an option, sir. You could have said, I am not going to do it. This is wrong for Canada. And I am not going to ask Canadians to pay the price. You had an option, sir, to say no. And you chose to say yes to the old attitudes and the old stories of the Liberal Party. That, sir, if I may say respectfully,
0: that is not good enough for Canadians. From that... Um, Mulroney ended up winning the largest majority in the history of Canadian politics and that debate, that turning point was a big part of it.
2: Four years later the exact reverse happens. Now Mulroney's been in government for four years and he's uh, negotiated a free trade agreement which was hugely controversial. Uh, Mr. Turner uh, in in exchange about whether or not the free trade agreement was the right agreement for Canada turns on Mr. Mulroney. I think the issues happen to be so important for the future of Canada. I happen to believe that you've sold us out. Once a country yields its its energy, we have not once done a it. country yields its agriculture, Wrong once again. a country opens itself up to a subsidy war with the United States Wrong on again. terms of definition, then the political ability you, of this country to sustain the influence of the United States to remain as an independent nation, that is lost forever, and that's the issue of this election, Turner 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 shoots up in the polls immediately and looks to be on the way to forming majority government. And this is the last thing I would say about debates, which is you can turn around a bad performance in a debate. So Mulroney is now losing the election that he was winning, and he's losing it on the issue of free trade because of Turner's performance. And then what you have is, probably in Canadian history, the most Um, a a significant advertising campaign where the Conservatives and a coalition of business groups for the first time in Canadian history advertising bombarded the bridge, they called it, of Mr. Turner's credibility and blew it apart. Um, uh, You know, there was obviously things there that they could work with and turned it back around again so that by the time Election Day came they had enough time and enough ammunition and enough money uh, to buy advertising today to turn that Turner advantage Uh, around and win a majority government.
1: You know, we've seen, for instance, um, uh, debates that have had, you know, millions and millions of eyeballs, uh, and uh, uh, it's when the leaders have to really kind of present their best selves, uh, try and uh, reassure their own voters that are already with them, um, that they continue to share those values, and then they have to reach out and try and increase their voter pool.
2: Debates sometimes succeed and sometimes don't succeed. But basically the most important thing is it is the, the one time that we have the chance to kind of assess these candidates as someone who might be our Prime Minister, uh, unvarnished and unedited and un, uh, not, not interpreted by anyone else, by other media or other people or neighbours, but just you. Uh, so they're very, very important from a, from a democracy perspective.
0: That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us. For the West Block, I'm Mercedes Stevenson.